Gary. We're back. No, we're not. Yes, we are. Are we not? Uh, maybe we are. Ugh, just say it. Dear Gary with the optimist and the antisocial. beautiful people and welcome to the beautiful month of august also welcome to another episode of the dear diary podcast i am none other than you already know who i am though the optimist the very very special optimist and right here next to me is the beautiful even though she's annoying antisocial how you doing girl uh why you being nice I want to be the better person, like I always am. No, okay, well, thank you for saying I'm beautiful because I know, but uh, right. pride, pride, that's not the way. Anyway, guys, it is the month of August. We thank God for bringing us thus far. This year has been a roller coaster. How's your year been thus far? How has it been? How was your week? My week was fine. Her week was fine. I'm talking for her because this is my turf and I'm going to be speaking for people. I just realized that every time I say, how is your week? You ask. I, I ask. Thank you for pointing that out. I'm just, I'm like, I'm asking you that you ask. Like, yeah, no, I say every time I'm like, oh guys, how is your week? But I never get a response because oh. I'm not there with you guys physically. But, you know, I would like to know how your week was you can tell me how your week was on the comment section and the um various um streaming platforms that we have and just you know, just let me know give me the gist how has your year been thus far how was your week how are you doing i care about you i really do so uh today our topic for today i'm i'm hesitant because our topic for today is a really really controversial one and tables are going to be shaken i don't think tables are going to be shaken tables are going to be shaken because once you say something you're shaking somebody's table somewhere and we know you guys are here because you love hearing our voices and you love hearing our truth and our opinion so our topic for today is african americans and cultural appropriation now over here we don't talk anyhow we don't talk without facts we don't talk without truths so i'm going to hand over to the anti-social and she's going to tell us what cultural appropriation really is thank you thank you <laughs> anyway so <laughs> cultural appropriation or cultural misappropriation depends on how you want to term it is the adoption of an element or some element of one culture by members of another culture especially if the adoption is being done by a dominant culture from a disadvantaged minority culture if you don't know what a dominant culture is caucasians is, is a culture in a society that has a group or who which group whose group uh members are in the majority or who wield the most power basically caucasians yeah basically in america though like yeah but like they're like a world power america's a world power so if caucasians are like the power there and they like the power anyway anyway minority culture or minority groups are um, culturally, ethnically, or racially distinct groups that coexist with, but are subordinate to the more dominant group. 
so which means that even though they live with the dominant group and um, they've been able to maintain some level of peace and you know some level of um coexistence they, they're still subjected or to some extent um they're subordinates to the dominant um culture the dominant group because let's face it they have more power economic political social power over the minority groups especially a perfect example is what's happening in america with the indigenous people of color you know now the hashtag black lives matter and all that you know people are actually coming out saying you know you can't take this this is my culture this yeah is my, this is my that you get even though before or before this time so before this woke period a lot of caucasians had actually a lot of caucasians actually gotten away with culturally appropriating Mm. well uh the thing about cultural i feel like for people to really understand what cultural appropriation is we need to give examples a good example is if you're on social media you know about the kardashians okay the card generous they culturally appropriate when it comes to hairstyle when it comes to dressing i mean for heaven's sake kim was going to name skims kimono which is which which is just insulting to the Japanese tradition because they already have a dress. Yes, a traditional outfit that is yeah. kimono. So there are so many examples. We want about like the Victoria's Secrets and that um, German model wearing, wearing the, yeah, the Native American headdress. So apparently, this particular headdress is used in a spiritual. Um, the head, the chief of the um, of the tribe of the clan is actually wears his headdress and then they use it in spiritual ceremonies, you know, to bless marriages, bless babies, you know, things that are really spiritual and they have it be on the head of the of uh, you know, like of a model. And Victoria's decided to use it to to sell or to whatever it is they were doing at that time, their bra and pants. Is, is does that does that sound right another example is when we had uh, or the british show you how um how bad it can get when it comes to cultural appropriation the royal family remember the royal family prince harry in 2003 my favorite prince yeah british in, 2000, prince, actually. in 2003 member of the british royal family uh he was actually under a lot of heat by the indigenous australian art society because uh, he indigenous australian society rather because he used indigenous australian art indigenous means it is secluded to those people there are some mm. certain things that we say this is indigenous to the Igbo culture mm. it means only Igbos do that particular thing it's indigenous to Yoruba it's indigenous to Nigeria mommy's starting to get, get to you, you get, that's why you're always saying Igbo I'm just saying so anyway um, it's an, it was an uh, the art was for Australian people, indigenous to them, and mm. then uh, Prince Harry used it in a school project, and they really came for him. So those are practical examples of how people, popular cases of celebrities, of known figures, actually throwing cotton caution to the wind and still culturally appropriating. So you know that the average person, average member of, um, average member of the dominant culture might actually not even know that they're actually culturally appropriating a minority True. culture. True. Um, but then. When we look at when we look at African Americans, you know the topic is African Americans and cultural appropriation. Yes, thank you for reminding us. <laughs> um, would you say I personally I don't think African Americans can culturally appropriate because if you want to take the definition of what cultural appropriation is, you need to be from another culture. Mm. But then these people are of African ancestry, so which means we practically share the same source, we have the share the same origins, which means they have we have the same culture. The difference is they have been stripped 
to an extent of their culture and just trying to get it back to some extent mm. to some extent yeah. so now they're just beginning to a lot of the celeb- uh, African American celebrities are beginning to be in touch with their African roots yeah. like they had not been before, before. Love, they see a lot of them going to um, get their DNA tested to know what part of Africa they come from mm. you know so they're trying to do all that I think Beyonce is Igbo let me just say it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look at her work ethic and all that. Look at her yam leg. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's a thing of pride. And I feel like she's evil. No, nobody can tell me. Otherwise. I mean, look at those thighs. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. Look at her thighs. Those are Nigerian thighs. <laughs> <laughs> but then, um, talking about Beyonce, though, um, looking at the reaction of Africans to African Americans, when African Americans do uh, carry out any project. That has to do with African ancestry. Let's take a look at a month or so back. Um, talk about um, July, July, yeah. June, June, July, when the trailer of the first teaser was actually a teaser, not the official trailer. The teaser of the Blackest King movie came out, and a lot of Nigerians slash Africans were not happy about it. The backlash was yeah, insane, and um, a lot of them had the love, um, rightful. I don't want to say um, I don't want to dismiss their concerns. After all, like those concerns were actually right. Where they were in their right to express those concerns. But then I just feel, or I, I felt at that particular moment that um, that particular movie didn't warrant those kind of backlashes. I mean, we had people who were complaining of misrepresentation. Mm-hmm. We had people who were uh, complaining of um, African Americans leeching off Africa, which mm-hmm. I don't think is actually possible since they are of African descent, but okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had people actually saying this, and these things are actually happening, you understand? But um, mm-hmm. I just felt at that, at that moment, the movie didn't deserve well, that kind of backlash. you know, when you were saying African Americans cannot culturally appropriate, I do not believe they are culturally appropriating because they are just Africans that were shipped off to America. Yeah. Where their ancestors were shipped off to America. I feel like that's just different between us and them. Okay. You know, and they procreated with some other Americans that like they are African Americans. You can't you can't take out the African part of them. And it is a good thing that they are trying to reach out to, you know, these things. I'm talking about like black is um black is king. I feel what what caused the whole backlash for Black is King was not just Black is King, was because you know constantly it has been a constant thing in American media for people to um, to represent African people even today as uh, as backward people as people that are backward people that still live in huts people that um, people that do not have not advanced to the level we do not have infrastructure we do not have that we're still it's just like the misrepresentation it's there's not the the interpretation of who we are is just wrong and i feel like the frustration that has been building up over time was what was just unleashed on black is king that is what i believe because if you look at say in american mainstream media a lot of times from the accents to the way these people look to the way they act, to the way they dress, it is, um, it's always the same. The person always has these thick accents. And people refer, 
you know they 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 make it seem like africa is a country when africa itself is a continent with different uh, countries with diverse cultures you know you talk about egypt which is so different from south africa which is so different from nigeria which is so different from zimbabwe we're all different and you don't bring that diversity into your representation of africa and that is where the resentment is and that is where the um the anger is and that's uh, that was what was unleashed on blackest king although what she did at that time what she was trying to portray which was the beauty the um uniqueness of the black um black gene or the black heritage i feel like that's what beyonce was trying to portray but people saw it as something else um when 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 i was actually because uh, i was on social media when the whole a lot of my friends because you know i stand beyonce a lot of them were like hey come and see oh come and see what they're saying about beyonce like, come and see what they're saying about beyonce and i actually wasn't upset at what they were saying hmm. but i was upset at how i don't want to say i wasn't upset that they were saying what they were saying yeah i was as upset as how they were saying it and why they were saying those things hmm. um Africans, I've noticed one thing. When it comes to uh, our mindset, we are very entitled in the way we think as a continent, as a people. The reason why I say so is we always want to associate with success. Mm. Whenever, uh, look at, okay, look at in the sports, in uh, in sports, whenever um, athletes or um, footballers of African descent come back to their countries and want to play for their countries or whatnot, it always seems to never work out. Yeah. And then whenever they go out, uh, out into the world, and then they get popular, and then they begin to say, "Oh, that that guy's Nigerian. Oh, yeah, he's, he's African. Kenyan. He's... You know, like he's from here. He's yeah. our our guy, and all that kind of stuff." We are entitled. Mm. Now, a lot of these, what um, like what I've noticed, what a lot of Africans today don't really seem to want to understand is the fact that African Americans don't have the experience of Africa today. Mm. Every single tie they have, the tie they have to africa is in their ancestry not in what africa is today mm-hmm. so when they think africa they think home they think where they came from mm-hmm. you understand and then it's like okay uh, let me give you a perfect example if you're someone who maybe you are you are um you left home mm-hmm. um at 13 and you spent like 20 years away from home Maybe at the time you had just one sibling, then your parents, maybe they divorced and they ended up, you don't know anything, you've cut off all ties with your family. Mm. You would forever and always have the mindset or the picture of how you left home, Mm. regardless of the fact that home has progressed from that particular point. Hmm. You get. So even if someone, even, so when you come back, you are shocked. You're like, oh, uh, what is all this? You sound like, I didn't, I don't, especially if, especially, especially if maybe you're in contact with a a family friend or whatever, and the family family friend is always going, oh, they are so hungry. Oh my God, they are so this. Oh my God. And when you get home, you realize that they are, they are not what What you think you get. So, um, a lot of African Americans don't have the knowledge of what Africa is today. And because they don't have the knowledge of what Africa is today, they, um, Africans get upset at the fact that they are misrepresented. Mm. And because, well, a lot, a lot of the knowledge, if you talk to an average, um, a lot of documentaries you see when you talk about when you talk to the average African American, they are always their their mindset is like, oh, they live in huts, oh, they don't have Wi-Fi, oh, they have they don't have TV, there's no electricity, they don't have roads, they trek everywhere, you know, they don't have skyscrapers, every yeah. everything is like one story. Mm. You get that kind of stuff. It's that that's the mindset they have because that is the mindset that is that is, that is the picture that is painted by the American media, by the news channels that you get. They are always showing Africa in the bad light, and I'm not saying Africa, 
has the best infrastructure in the world. Mm. You get, or Africa is like one of the uh, when it comes to like our political structure and our political system, we struggle. Yes. You understand? You get so they see these things, and that's what they see as representation. You get so what all the reason why I was upset wasn't because of what they were saying, what people were complaining. I was just upset at the fact that we as Africans we don't know the true. Some of us don't even know the true picture of how it is in Asia. Some mm. of us still think that America is all snow. Mm. You get they don't have tropical regions in America. Mm. Some of us don't even know that United States of America is not the whole North America. They yes. have other countries in North America. You get mm. so like is is it's the same way we don't know about them. They don't know about us. But then we want to we want them to know about us and then we get upset when they act like they don't know about because they don't. I know I, I understand that they do not know, but my my the point I'm trying to make is that in as much as it all comes down to misrepresentation, like you were saying, in as much as you know our our infrastructure is not the best, there are also African countries that have infrastructures or things that in their places that are spectacular. Yeah. There are Africans, not all Africans are fraudsters. Yes. Not all Africans' names are Mayamba Matongo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> some of us have like Eng- English names. Yeah. Not all of us sounds like South Africans. We have different accents. So all of there are people in Africa that speak really good English. So it you don't need to put us in that box. There are Africans that are doing beautiful things. There are Africans that are attaining like breaking records. I'm like, in as much as you are giving um, you're giving press to the bad things. Give press to the good things too. Don't always put Africa in the bad light. And like you were saying, it all falls to the media. It all comes down to the media. The media, it is hard for you to see, you know, um, the American and American media especially. It's hard for you to see them um, portray Africa in a good light. That's why it seems like all the ever see is the fraud, fraud stars, the bad infrastructure, and all those things. There is more to us than these things. There is more to us than um, this thing. And you know, the crazy thing about it is that, in as much as people are saying, "Oh, Africa is bad. Africa is this. Africa is," this, but you still want to munch off the ignorance or the naivety of Africa. You you sell your products when so products are not sold over there. You bring them, you ship them down to Africa. Africa is basically the dumping ground for these people. And I'm like, if you cannot accept, you know, Africa's flaws, how why are you trying to make profit off of Africa? Look at oil companies, oil companies that will will uh, extract oil, damage the environment, and still not, hardly do anything for those um for those places. It's 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 appalling it really is appalling it's it's annoying to be honest yeah and um, you're talking about talking about how um people much of africa uh, africa as a continent and how we um people uh, culturally appropriate things that are significant to us mm. and uh, just use it for their profit and whatnot but then uh i feel like africans also do the thing mm. how uh there's something called alcohol uh, Acculturization, yeah, it's a term called acculturization. Apologies, uh, it is when you basically a, a minority group that's no, no for the dominant is cultural appropriation, for the minority is basically acculturization. This is when you take the belief system, the customs, the dress sense, the mannerisms, and all that of the dominant culture, and then you begin to to um adopt those things for yourself hmm. you understand a lot of things we do ding, a lot of things we wear a lot of things we have 
didn't originate from this continent. Mm. Uh, some of our political systems didn't come from here. True. A lot of our dress, uh, our dresses or our outfits didn't come from here. You understand? And um, I, I, what I just feel is, the difference is, a lot of these things that we take from the Western world are not culturally significant. Exactly. You get they're not culturally significant. But then these uh, people in the Western world still think, or, or they see it as, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this um, particular, um, maybe it's a bridal lace or a bridal Ankara or something, mm. and then you take it and put it on, I Your don't know. dog. You get, just do it, and then you're like, we're like, this is significant over here. Just, we, don't, we don't do things just for the sake of doing them. Yeah. You get, so, um, but that's, uh, that's for the Western world. Talking about Africa now, mm-hmm. our culturization, when we talk about our culturization, I believe that Africans, we've been brainwashed into thinking that our culture is not a... Because of colonization. Uh, yeah, like, actually, actually we, we've been, we've been, we've been brainwashed into thinking that, that our, our, our culture is dirty, our culture is, is um demonic our culture should be dismissed our culture mm. should like you know it's not it's not what we should we should embrace it's not it's not i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say like yeah. uh, some of the things some of the practices and i'm not saying go around cursing people and you know you know doing all all those incantations or whatnot but i'm saying there's certain there's certain beautiful things about when a yoruba person is doing a party you know that is a yoruba person yes you get so, but then um um we we then when uh, a Western person begins to describe such an environment, what I'm saying, oh, it was colorful, it was so full of life, vibrance. Ah, they were so rowdy. It, it was, was so noise. noise. You get like you no. Know, now they they make us. We're not we're not a. I don't want to say we're classy. We're classy in a different way. way. You get like, can be classy. In its you own get way. that our our definition of certain words. They try to box the African culture into being Westernized. Like it cannot be. It is a different entirely i feel like when i was talking about colonization i feel like we even let them do this to us because because we feel like our like when you were talking about brainwashing we feel like ours is not good enough theirs is too sharp you know when somebody likes yeah fuji or likes um um what's that music is it not akbala biamala what's what's that music (laughs) i don't akbala Akbala, I don't, I don't really know what the name is, but you know when someone likes that kind of music, you say, oh, this person is local. I do not, I, I don't listen to that kind of music. But when the person listens to soul, jazz, these things are not our things. We don't do soul and jazz. We do Fuji. We do um, Afrobeat. Those are our, our things. So it's because these things are seen as you know not good enough, not to. We now give them the right to be able to, um, you know, to be able to change our culture and change the 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 standard of our culture because you know the standard keeps dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping and we have to like put up a fight and put up a front and embrace our culture um i think for the last thing i want to say on this particular uh, acculturization is that um every single thing that is beautiful about africa if you want to look at it has been rebranded and sold by a westerner hmm Sometimes there are some genre of music that originated in Africa, but then until a foreign artist does uses their samples, maybe that kind of music, or the person does, we don't embrace it. Fellas, you get like soundtrack. Like, you get so uh, apart from that, if uh uh with this Afrocentric Afrocentric style, actually didn't even start in Africa. 
Mm. Yeah, it was a Western thing. They saw our prints, they liked our prints, and, and they began to inculcate it into um, couture designs. And, yeah. and then people were like, oh my god, this is actually nice. So let's start it's, doing it's Ankara so, bags. It's so, it's so cute. Yeah, let's do Ankara bags. Let's do, let's do that. You understand my point? So, these are things that have been here. You dismiss them. Yes. You should stop waiting for in my in my own. The last thing I want to say about um acculturation is we should stop waiting for validation from the Western world. The point is, this is your culture. This is your thing. You get. You should embrace it. You should love it. You should no nurture it. You should appreciate it because it's your own. And there is nothing wrong with being African. I can't, I'm not a Western African. I am African African. If I want to eat about, eat about. Hmm. If I want to eat Japanese food, I'll eat Japanese food because I want to. Yes. You know, it's like there is nothing wrong with eating with my hands. There's nothing wrong. With, you know, I don't get to my point. Like, yeah. um, it's very different if you're eating if you're eating um a meal that is from Europe. You can eat with cutleries from Europe. You do don't that, make honey. Me eat you get with fork and knife. You get please. my point. So like, we should stop always. We should, we should all. We should stop trying to to shop our culture because yeah. It's our culture. This, mm-hmm. That's just how it is. And then, if you stop seeing it as okay, this is this is classy, and then this is so vulgar. Like I can't do this. Oh my god, mm. I can't sit on the floor and eat. What is this? So it's so, so much noise. You get. So I feel like people should just focus on loving their culture. Yeah, that's it. Um, on that note, guys, we are going to um, we're going to be rounding things up. My parting note for us is that we should just. We should love our culture, like we said. We should love who we are. We should embrace it. We should not stop letting other people set the standard for us and stop letting other people's opinion on what is our thing matter. Um, we love you guys. Thank you for joining us today. Do not forget to comment yeah, on subscribe. our various streaming platforms. Subscribe. You keep coming back. Are you glad that we are hounding you on WhatsApp and Twitter? <laughs> I'm tired. I know you're tired. So, why don't you just subscribe and save us the stress. Save you the stress because I am coming for you if you don't subscribe. But, thank you so much for joining us today. You know, um, you need to comment. Please comment. I'm begging. Comment on our various um, streaming platforms. And give give us the gist because in this quarantine, please, homegirl needs the gist. We need the gist. So, bye guys. We love you. And on that note, peace out. God bless you.